Welcome to Sitco Water's Streamline Podcast, where we get into the flow of what's going on at Sitco Water and take a deeper dive on important topics. On today's episode, we'll be picking up our discussion of Joe Calloway's book, Becoming a Category of One, and the topic of the new customer reality. I'm your host, Todd Fox, and I'm joined by Jeff Morrison, Sitco Water's CEO. Uh, Jeff, welcome. It's been, uh, it's been a minute since we last spoke on the podcast. Uh, it's been a busy time. Uh, a lot of exciting things happening here at Sitco Water. Have you had any time to squeeze in anything fun, or have you just has it been Todd? Look, I, work, work, I uh, work? first of all, uh, most of the reason why there's been a delay is because of me. Uh, that's the first reason. Um, so uh, it's it's uh, this is a really important part of what we're doing collectively as an organization. And I know we're going to dive into that, but. Uh, there's just been a lot of stuff going on uh, across the organization uh, as we've grown and as we've just done another acquisition here in the last you know few weeks of Olic Chemical mm-hmm. in Nicholasville and uh, I, I'll be real honest with you uh, and transparent I, I have I have uh, I have not had a lot of time to uh, to uh, spend doing. Uh, my my main hobby is playing golf, and it's hard to do in the wintertime. So I struggle with with yeah. stuff to do. But I'll tell you, um, and I think this is important to share. I you know um, I met with Todd Lane uh, a couple of I was probably been a month or six weeks ago now, um, mm-hmm. and I, and as I do from time to time, and um, it, it's very hard, uh, and you have to work at finding time to take for yourself to to spend a little bit of time. Just right. even if it's 10 minutes, you know, getting your thoughts together and collecting yourself. And I think it's a good exercise for all of us to to uh, really try to take. And, I, you know, I do it in the morning when I first get here, you know, 10 minutes of just something other than work. Uh, I do a little journaling. I do a little thinking about my day, a little planning for my day before everything starts going. And and so I, I've been doing a lot of that just to try to keep myself focused and making sure we're not dropping any balls. I'm specifically not dropping any balls, but at the same time, keeping keeping the sanity of of uh, of being able to be a good dad and a good husband and a good you know uh, mm-hmm. colleague to everybody. You, you you can sometimes just get going and and uh, and lose sight of the fact you haven't taken any time for yourself. So I encourage everybody to to do that. It's uh, it's definitely really important. Yeah, it is. That's a good a good word and a good reminder as we start that uh you know, we can we can pursue being category of one as a company all day, but if we if we lose ourselves, lose our families, lose those important things along the way, then we've we've missed it. So, that's a, uh, a great I, reminder. Yeah, you know, I, I would say uh as everything does around here, we talk about this, our people are the most important asset to helping us become a category of one company and if our people aren't happy and we don't have a healthy work environment and we're not taking time to replenish ourselves, uh, vacations, few minutes during the course of the day, then we're not uh, we're not going to be a category one company. So I, I completely agree. Yeah, that's good. That's a good start. Well, um, it has been um, a month or two since we last recorded an episode. So, Jeff, would you just start off by giving us a reminder about uh, what it means to be a category of one company and, and why we're focusing on this goal? Yeah, look, I mean, I, you all have seen, most of you hopefully have seen our 2024 um, plan. Uh, once again, mm-hmm. we've included this thematic goal of trying to be a category of one company. Uh, we've we we have are in many ways already a category of one company uh, by the products and services that we're able to provide across a wide 
uh, array of our customer base. That becomes even more so with the acquisition of Allit Chemical uh, and what they can do and their expertise and their products and phosphates and odor control and mm-hmm. uh, and and some manufacturing capabilities that they have. And you know, so we we continue to find products and services and. Uh, ways to to differentiate ourselves and put ourselves in our own category. Uh, I think the thing that we still have some work to do on and what I think really this book focuses on is just this idea of the customer and its interaction with Sitco Water uh, and, 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 and our other uh, subsidiaries that we have, whether it be AMP or OLEC that are still under the their own names. Mm-hmm. What What are we doing uh, to be a category of one when it comes to dealing with the customer. And and I think that's a that's not a product or a, a service, a little bit of a service, but not a product-oriented thing. It's a service-oriented thing and a solution-oriented thing that we need to make sure we continue right. to focus on. But, but category one in its core is just a company that is in a different level on every single stratosphere from their competition and and it's in its own category and so we need to continue to build systems and processes and solutions to continue to seek out that idea of being a category of one company that matches our products uh, and what we bring to the market right well continuing that theme today we're looking at chapter seven of Callaway's book becoming category of one And, and in that chapter he introduces the idea of the new customer reality Callaway starts by pointing out this old saying that the customer is always right, right? We've all heard that. But he's saying that that today that's been taken up a notch. Uh, Callaway says that today the customer is completely running the game and that yesterday, yesterday's incredible innovations have really become today's expectations. So, that's Jeff, um, yeah, how, how have you seen this new customer reality at play in our industry today? You know, I think that, uh, first of all, um, all of our competitors – have gotten better over time. They've offered more things. They have better, you know, more new solutions. They have all mm-hmm. kinds of things. It used to be we were the only one. Uh, I use. I think Mini Bulk is probably the the best. Uh, our Mini Bulk system is probably the best idea of what the re- new reality is. So we had a Mini Bulk system 25 years ago. We go out and put tanks in. It was very informal. Uh, hey, we'll give you this tank. We'll bring our material to you. We'll fill it up. We didn't have any real agreements with the customers, sort of a handshake deal. You keep the tank, it's free. Uh, and as long as you, you know, we do that, then you keep buying from us and, and this will be great. Uh, and mm-hmm. so w- right. that, that was a, that was a category of one type of a thing 20 years ago, uh, 25 years ago. Uh, well, people started to do the same thing that we were doing. And, and so then we were like, well, oh, wow, they're giving away tanks now. Oh, wow, they're doing that. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that became like the 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 expectation that, hey, if you're going to yeah. sell me chemicals, you're going to get me a tank. Uh, and and now now we've ratcheted that up a level where we take some other products and some other services and we bundle that together with the actual tank or with a metering pump or with a flow meter or with some sort of service in your plan or whatever it is that we decide that we're going to bundle together. And now we, mm-hmm. and we have a formal agreement and we've, we've taken it up a notch to where the competition is now not able to do what we're doing again. But the, the customer's expectation now is if you're going to sell me chemical, I'm going to get something out of it. Uh, if we're going to, if you're going to, if I'm going to commit to anything for a long period of time. And so 
we've had to continue to build those that program over 25 years. But at the end of the day, uh, the customer's expectations have grown as our services and as our competitors have gotten better. And now it's like the right. right to play. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, it's yeah. it's it's part of it. And, um, you know, that's a that's a perfect example of where we, you know, haven't been able to just sit around and rest on what we're doing. You know, what I mean, where we've had to continue right. to improve. Right. And just never ending. Always, always adding a tier to it. Always adding that's another exactly, piece. If you're good, if you're trying to be better than everybody else, which is, you know, not always the easiest place to be. Sometimes it's easier to follow. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in many ways, but we've never taken the path of following being the right way. We've always tried to take the path of leading being the right way. And, and, uh, and sometimes that's, you know, more challenging and harder to implement in your business than it is to just copy what somebody else is doing. Right. Right. Well, just like, you know, yesterday's innovations have kind of become today's expectations. Um, it's also true that, that quality in general has become an expectation, Seemingly, everyone today is offering a quality product. People are buying um, the total experience more than they're buying the product we, we offer, right? So um, the customer's experience has become really a new competitive factor. So Jeff, uh, how would you say, how does that connect with what Sitco Water has always been about and with where we're going? Look, I, I think from, from, a, from a service perspective combined with our products, that's really where this magic of a category of one company really happens. I mean, if you right. bought if you bought an Apple product that had all the bells and whistles on it that operated exactly the way you wanted to, and then the minute you had a problem, it was a miserable experience. It would be very challenging to you'd be very challenged yeah. by by the whole Apple solution. But what right. happens when you have a problem is you realize, holy cow, this got to get online, click a button here, person's chatting with me they solve my problem in five minutes and i'm back to doing what i'm doing and mm. so the product innovation and the customer experience piece really make the whole thing go together right and so if you right. have just one and you don't have the other it doesn't work out well and you're kind of disjointed and I, and i think from from my standpoint um we have a lot of category of one type of things going on uh, from a customer experience standpoint, I'll just use trucks for one of the examples. You know, our trucks can get in anywhere, do anything. We learned from Alec, uh in, in the process over there that they, when we would go pick stuff up from them, they would climb all over our trucks and try to figure out what the configuration was and how wide the bed was and how long it was. And <laughs> because they loved the configuration of our truck. Yeah. Okay. And, and so you think about that, that's category of one forethought and thinking about where our trucks are going, how much we can get on them, where the, where they, you know, what, what we need to put on them, how wide the beds need to be, you know, all that type of thing is a service oriented thing that our competitors have struggled to, to figure out how to master. And so we have to just continue. What, it, what is the next truck thing? What is the next thing that we need to do to combine the product category of one solution and product with this service that is also category of one uh, with regards to everything that the customers experience with us. And that's the mindset we have to have is, and, and it really is just that, is is mm-hmm. constantly 
thinking about what is one way to improve the process. One way, one more way, one more way, one more way. And it's not always something crazy. Um, right. It's, it's, but it's, it's a mindset of all of our folks to, to, to have that thought of how can I do this a little bit better? Uh, mm-hmm. and, and every day, you know what I mean? It doesn't take a big formal process. Hey, calling the customer before you come make a delivery, you know, uh, you know, little things that we, that we need to be doing every day to differentiate ourselves, uh, are things that are, are what really takes it to the next level for the customer. And then they say, okay, not only do they have the best product, but here's all the other things they do for us as part of that, that, that right. is better than you too. Uh, and that's, that's, that's ultimately what we need to get to. And, and, and that whole chain of, of, uh, activity with the customers got to be, uh, aligned with the level of product, uh, innovation and breadth that we have. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of, uh, Toyota, um, was really famous, um, you know, still today, but, but really, especially in the nineties was famous for, uh, continuous innovation, continuous improvement, and were, would empower their guys on the on the line, right on the production line, to see a way to make it better and to make it better. And so they would literally like invent swiveling chairs and different tools and things that were more ergonomic and, and made their process it, better, made their people yeah. safer. And those those little improvements yeah. matter. Yeah. I mean, I, I think about all the time. If you were on the other end of transacting with us, that's a good place to put yourself. What are all the things that you would want to have happen that uh, would make your day better? Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, you know, I, uh, there's there's all kinds of things that that um, may be lost on some, maybe sure, but there might be two or three that like, man, you know what? They really took the time to think about this, or to do this, or to make it better, or to make my life easier or better, and that's what this is all about. That's what this right. is all about, and. And 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 that and we have the capability and the people and the ideas to to do uh, all of those things. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, customer service, uh, product quality—it's all all of it's arguably better than it's ever been across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, yet customers are are more empowered and have higher expectations than ever before. For, for example, uh, even though there are fewer mistakes in shipping than in years past, we're more likely probably to hear about those mistakes today due to new technologies, um, greater communication enablements, um, higher customer ex- expectations. So, Jeff, how can we meet those increasingly higher expectations? of our customers in a world that that just keeps raising the bar as far as their expectations. Well, I, first of all, um, you go back to the beginning, the customer is always right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's essentially, it, it, and look, it's not about winning an argument with the customer. That's ne- should never be what it's about. So if you go back to the beginning of what we talked about to start, the customer is always right. And so if their expectation is X, then we need to be one step ahead of that, mm-hmm. uh, and and they meet us, and we need to keep ra- you know keep raising the bar, keep showing them more and more things that we can do. Uh, never should it be like, oh my goodness, they're asking me to do this. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> too that, much, that's, yeah. that's too much. I mean, that's that's not what our posture should be. Uh, and it's it listen, it's 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 that way ex- externally with customers. It's also that way internally. Uh, we should, if somebody's asking us to solve a problem or to help them internally, uh, we have a lot of new people, a lot of new faces, a lot of new people on operating systems, a lot of new things going on. Um, if somebody brings us a problem 
that they're having or they uh, something they're asking that can can it do this or can it do that or should it do this or should it do that our mm-hmm. our immediate response can't just be no 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 it has to be hey let me look into that maybe that's that's a maybe that's a, a way for us to better ourselves maybe that's a way for us to think about something differently we all have to be open minded to this idea that there's this constant internal process improvement that our own internal colleagues bring us and things to think mm-hmm. about and then also the customers challenging us on response time and 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 then we can in turn challenge vendors and challenge suppliers and challenge each other to to continue to meet those demands but ultimately uh what we can't do is is get to a point to say no i mean obviously if it's unsafe if it's unsustainable financially if it's not healthy for our organization if it doesn't make the customer happy, if there's things like that that we're talking about with our why, and people, right. then, then we could say no. Okay, no, we're not gonna. That, that's too far. Or that doesn't make any sense, or that's unethical, or whatever the case be. Because believe me, we've been asked to do things for customers, you know, over the years that is not ethical, and so we mm-hmm. we we have to draw a line in the sand at some point. But right. assuming all that's above board, we should not be saying no we should be at least exploring and looking into and deciding if the investment makes sense or the the time energy and effort makes sense to continue to better ourselves right yeah there was um in the book Callie has this statement he said if you're good at what you do you should be very thankful for customers who constantly demand more because the constantly rising standard of service weeds out your competitors who aren't really all that great I, i i completely agree and you know sometimes we'll have customers say to us I call you all for the hard stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I call you all for the hard stuff. Anytime I don't have an answer or I can't get an answer, I call you all for the hard stuff. That That's awesome. That's what right. we want. That's 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 where we want to live. And stuff's getting harder and more complex and harder to, to deal with. And we want to continue to be the person that they call, not just for a corp stop, but when they're down in, down in a ditch and they got nowhere else to turn, they turn to Sitco Water mm-hmm. for the answer. And, uh, you know, that's the that's the that's that's a really uh, special place to be with a customer is when you're the one they call uh, for the hard stuff. And, and we want to we want to always be that uh, we don't ever want to be right. the one that they just call when they need something. We want to we want to be there, too for that. Don't get me wrong, but we want to, if, if we're in that position of calling them for the hard stuff, we, we can, we, we're, we're going to be in a good spot. That's a good spot to be right. Well, um, closing thoughts. We always kind of wrap up the episode with, with a final thought, uh, from, from the book and, and give you a chance to comment. Um, so closing thoughts today in this chapter, Callaway tells a story. Um, if, if you remember this, uh, Jeff's story about his, his banker and his pizza man, and one day he gets a call from his pizza guy uh, who was concerned that he hadn't called in a month. He hadn't heard from him to order his usual uh, weekly pizza order. And uh, Callaway had been away traveling and he assured the pizza guy that all was well. But in the process, he started thinking and he realized his banker uh, was lacking that same service uh, and decided to end up. He ended up firing his banker. He's like, this pizza guy cares about me way more than my banker. What gives? Right. That means that we're not just competing. If you think about it, we're not just competing against the other waterworks distributors out there, the other chemical companies, the other pipe valves and fitting companies, right? We're actually competing against the customer service of every other company that our customers are dealing with. So how how can we be successful when 
when we're competing against uh, the Amazons and Apples of the world and not I, just other waterworks that's, companies? That's a that's a great question. And I, I think that I think that, uh, you know, the, first of all, our industry is evolving. Oh, that's the first thing I'll tell you is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the waterworks industry is not Apple. It's not Amazon. It's not the sexiest sure. uh, industry in the world. But our customers that are buying from us are evolving and changing. Uh, the expectations, as we've discussed in here, are evolving and changing, um, and we've got to evolve and change along with that. And and things that we're doing today, uh, three or four years ago, people would have said, oh, we're, why, why would we ever do that? No one's ever going to be asking us to do that or need us to do that or whatever the case might be. And now we're getting asked or getting you know talked to about you know things of that nature. And mm-hmm. so I, I think we have to always be uh, if, 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 and if the premise of being this category of one company is, if we go back a few episodes, is this idea that you've constantly got to be willing to not just rearrange the furniture in your house, but you've got to be willing to, to, to demo the whole thing and blow it up <laughs> and bring it back and, and start over. And so that's the idea of what category one companies do. It's a disruptive, oftentimes a disruptive thing. Uh, when you're talking about being a category of one company, it's not just moving here or changing a paint color or doing this or, you right. know, putting lipstick on a pig. It's it's uh it's it's blowing the whole thing up, and we have to be constantly willing to look at ways to blow up what we're doing to make it better for the for the customer. And it's easy to just get in a get in a uh, get in a comfort zone. I, mm-hmm. I think it says a superstar trap that hey we got it all figured out we're good how we are and let's just that that's when you become you get knocked off your pedestal and you become uh you know not a category one company you got to constantly so we have to right with all these outside influences we got to constantly be evaluating and looking at and thinking about uh and and once again this goes to every single employee that works here i can't just be the one thinking about it you can't just be the one thinking about it everybody here's got to be thinking about mm-hmm. ways for us to improve these things and and doing them and uh and, and that's where we'll continue to see uh, our ability to evolve as the as the as the uh as the industry changes as in the customer service expectation around us changes yeah that's good and and i i hope everyone listening knows um how much that willingness to to blow things up to rearrange to demo uh how much that's appreciated because i know over the past uh few years as we've grown um as we're constantly evolving and and you know trying to to remain category of one and become even more so um that that's taken a, a lot of, of flexibility that you talked about well, a lot so I, and the other thing i'll people tell are you doing is great other thing i'll tell you is uh, people are doing great first of all uh are doing great and and we're doing a lot of cool things that we weren't doing before uh right. and uh, we got a list you know a new list all the time oh man i didn't know we were doing that or hey we're doing this now mm-hmm. oh that's really cool you know, and and the other thing I'll say, just just out of uh, just out of just awareness, is the path that the leadership here has taken is not the easy path. Mm-hmm. The easy path is to just do it like everybody else is doing it and try to be a little cheaper and right. and undercut a little bit on price. And but but we're not taking that path. We're taking the path of we're going to do it better. We're going to be a category of one company. We're going to maybe charge a little bit more. We're going to maybe, you know, uh, provide some solutions and value. And that's, that's a harder mm-hmm. path to take. And our people have bought into that and, mm-hmm. and, uh, we're, we're, we're making some strides, which is fantastic. 
It is. Well, it's something we can all be uh, proud to be a part of. Well, thank you uh, to all of you listening for joining us for another episode of the Streamline podcast. Uh, Remember to stay in touch with Streamline via email and chatter for Sitka Water updates for this week ahead episodes for new podcast info. And as always, thanks for being solutions driven, commitment given.